Welcome to this green church. We're a Christian community on a mission to raise saviors, believers that are righteous and supernatural, to succeed, lead, and have transformational societal impact. Join us every Sunday at 9 a.m. and Wednesday at 6 p.m. to be a part of this amazing service. Be blessed as you listen. Welcome to church once again. Uh, today's sermon or today's notes are basically on, it's still on the theme believe, right? But it's what to do when faith seems weak and victory lost, right? So what do you do when your faith is weak and when it looks like, right? Not like victory is lost already, but it looks like you, you can sense or you have this gut feeling like they say, gut feeling like, oh, that, ah, you've lost this one. What do you do, right? Please hold on for one minute again. I'm trying. Okay. We're good. Okay, yeah. So I was saying that what do you do when faith seems weak and victory lost? I saw there's a question here. Have you ever experienced points in your faith walk, in your life basically, where it looks like you have done everything right, but it didn't work, right? You've done the best you know, you've applied faith, you've done everything, right? And you're not like, oh, my faith did not work for it, or faith doesn't work. Can I see your hands if you've ever been in that situation? I'm, I'm not ashamed. I'd like to see your hands. Thanks for your honesty, actually. I appreciate the honesty. Yes, so a lot of times it happens to us that life just comes, right? Like I always say life is wild, right? And the thing about wild rides is that sometimes it can be fun, sometimes it can be scary. Think about the roller coaster. I'm obsessed with roller coasters. Oh my God, I'm, I, I love them so much, right? Like I'm very, very obsessed with them. I love them a lot. Like I dream about Velociraptors, but that's by the way, right? So if you're on a very crazy ride like that, one minute you're like, oh, is nice and another minute you're like because you're scared right that's how life is right so on these scary days sometimes in life we pray we read the word we give right some people even have checklist of what they should do like oh i'm going to pray i'm going to do this i'm going to give and uh everything is going to work out then you prayed you studied you prophesied you you got if I you got word of oh my god amazing you even got word of word of knowledge from someone a prophecy from someone in church like oh I see this God is saying this and you're already excited because ah yes it's happening only for it not to happen and then your faith just goes down and like okay my faith didn't work right it happens to some of us it happens to the best of us right I think you need to be sincere with yourself because if you are in denial it's not a good thing right so if you know it happens to you accept that okay yes it happens it lets you know that okay yes there's still room for growth you need to grow you need to be better right so truthfully like i said it happens there are times when you might feel like ah, it's only that's the thing there's you're never alone because i remember it has happened to me right and then i remember i was like ah, what is wrong with me right like you start asking like okay what is wrong with me and then based on some some doctrines or some i don't know, some exposure you might start checking your list of rights or wrongs like okay what am i doing is it because in quotes is it because i did not give tight 
is it because i did not come out for the pledge like you start questioning things right and you start feeling oh maybe it's just me i'm in trouble i'm in trouble god forbid i'm not in trouble but then you like in quotes the person says i'm in trouble i'm in trouble right but honestly it is not just you it is not you you're not the only person that has ever had to feel like oh is my faith not working or is my faith working are you guys with me please be leaving emojis once in a while so i know that you're here so i don't pause too much and ask questions right but then yeah right sometimes you need to be reminded that you are not alone right you are not unique you're unique obviously but then i mean the problem is not unique to you please um able base everybody here yeah, is pity's reader so she's going to be my reader too okay <laughs> can you hear me yes i can hear you nice and clear okay. please um help read first corinthians 10 verse 13. okay first corinthians 10 13. yes no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind and god is faithful he will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear yeah. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out Keep, yeah. so that you can endure yeah. it. Thank you. Thank you very much. So basically, whatever it is, whatever disappointment you felt, whatever hurt, whatever heartbreak, whatever whatever you felt, it is not common to you. It is not terrible. It is not new, specially crafted for Oyinda or specially crafted for Nedo, to be honest, right? It happens to lots of people, right? And then... If you read first peter right there's a part that says no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man right like no like it's explained not that like it says it explains that right and then even temptations like in the context of first corinthians right it also means like trials like tests right so there's no test like oh i'm being tested there's no test that is peculiar to you right so the thing about life is so there's imagine someone going to their pastor right someone asked their pastor to say oh can you pray for me and say that the devil should not bother me anymore and the pastor's response was basically oh that means you want me to pray that you die right because that's the only way the devil stops tempting you life is once again we're going to see trials we're going to see tests we're going to be tempted like those words i'm using those words in quotes so you, you get what i'm saying right like they are going to happen the moment you actually have peace is when you rest in peace. Like that's what like, you actually is okay. It's over. The only thing that is left is judgment. You're either going to la la just in heaven or you're going to the other other place, right? But then when you are here on earth, even if you don't cause trouble, even if you are just being a good person, you preach the word, you heal the sick, you do. There's still going to be things that will come your way that you have to actually like scale over, right? Like you have to move over some obstacles on the way that's how life is going to be so as long as we are on this part of eternity as long as we are on this side of time the devil will always try right he walks over time you if i you, you don't even have to do anything to annoy him right the fact that you are saved alone is a problem is a truth right so if he sees any window to just do choice trade a, a little tantrum maybe to upset you maybe you're trying to get into the university you're trying to get married you're trying to get a new job and then like he just throws a tantrum and then it can throw you off balance right that's what he does right but then the good thing is god is so good right like i say god is so good because god is so so good god is so good that he always provides a way so even if you are tempted even if the casala busts or something happens right there's always an exit strategy god always has an exit strategy for you. there's a way out of that thing for you right so it is very important 
that you know first and foremost that nothing no situation is peculiar to you it doesn't mean you are not special hey you're special but that problem is not customized for you alone. it's not customized to you right it's not specifically like oh for you people all around the world believers all around the world too go through similar things to be very honest i think that's how life is it is when people talk sometimes you're not like oh you too oh you too oh you too that's how it is right so you are not alone also it is important right that you remember that you only have faith to the best of what you know i said it the last time see knowledge is a problem knowledge is a very very big problem Olumide and I had an encounter last week. I had a deadline and I needed a book urgently. I'd messaged PT, I'd messaged Olumide. I was like, I need this book urgently, right? And I was stressing about it. I've been stressing about this book for months. But then I just said, oh, can I just check my, my library? Like, can I just check my library just in case? After I'd been stressing for months, I checked my library and I had access to the latest edition, like the 2021 edition. I had access to it. And I told Olumide this thing that, see, the knowledge problem is a big one right so your faith if you don't know what your faith covers you cannot act you cannot exercise that faith you're just going to stay in the safe zone like oh my faith i was saved through faith i believe in jesus that's all you're going to use it for if you don't know that your faith is supposed to help like push you into other things help you succeed even in your career right you just stay in a particular place right so it is important that the faith that you have you can only use it based on what you know, right? So if you don't know your faith is a healing faith, you won't use it to heal. If you don't know your faith is a... Hold on, please. If you do not know your faith is a... I don't know, learn foreign language in six weeks faith, you won't use it for that, right? So you have to... not Once again, the knowledge problem is... It's a big thing. In fact, PT used to say it a lot in 2018, 2019 that the PFA doesn't have the power problem. It's a knowledge problem and it is completely true. So this also applies with your faith, right? If your faith is just, oh, I can use it to boil water to make eba, that's all you use it to do, right? You don't use it to make like pounded yam or something that is like more delicious. Sure you get. So it is very important that you constantly remind yourself. You constantly even exercise your faith. Don't be, don't be lazy in faith. I don't know if it makes sense. Don't just be... <sighs> like okay i have faith i believe use it for more right use it for more so what happens what do you do when your faith this faith seems weak and your victory seems lost what do you do right what do you do the first thing me before i would say before i would have said i'll cry but the me of the past few months i there's no there's no point in saying cry anymore there's no you don't need to cry honestly i know like when you read lots of books, because I read lots of um, self-help books, so they say, oh, feel free to let it go, cry. It's good to let the emotions go. Oh, you don't need it. Because I've tried it, and then I realized that the tears will just make me have puffy eyes and ask DJ for ice cream. It doesn't do anything, right? When you feel like your faith is weak and things are, are not going the way they should go, the first thing you need to do is understand that it is not God that is punishing you. It is not God, and it can never, ever be God. I have said this countless times that God is good. So if there's any problem, anything that seems off, right, always note that it is the devil. The devil is the one that afflicts. God delivers. God saves. The devil afflicts. So the moment your faith is weak, the moment you get that, maybe you get like 15 rejection letters in like three days, or the moment you just hear one very horrible news about a promotion at work, or whatever, you just, whatever it is that you are, 
using your face for the moment you get a negative response the first thing you need to remind yourself is that this is not god right it is the devil right the devil is the one that afflicts if there's a problem if there's any issue you need to be reminded that it is not god it is not god we have grown in a culture and yes i won't say i some of us have grown in a culture where um, people say I'm more alone like oh it is the hand of God it is not always the hand of God we need to be sensitive we need to be discerning right we cannot just say ah it is God God gives and God takes God puts this trial in my life no that is not God right God loves you he wants the best for you we always say that we, we always we can bank on God's goodness like we say like his thoughts towards us are thoughts of good not evil God is not about to just it's not a He's not a what's what's the word? He's not, he's not psychotic. He's not going to say, oh, let me just bombard this girl with problems. <laughs> Let's watch now. Nah. He's not a villain. That's not it. It's the devil. The devil afflicts. It is never God. It is never God. I've heard someone say that oh, God took his um his wife and his children because and I'm like that is not God. That is not God. You we need to understand that God's nature is good. Right? When you think of God, you have to think of His goodness. You can't just be singing, all my life you have been faithful. You need to let that goodness be registered in your subconscious, in your subconscious mind that God is good. God is in the business of blessing us, not cursing, right? He doesn't curse. He blesses us. We have blessing. We, Pity taught us on the blessing for weeks in July, in August, actually, like earlier this month, right? He's also the blessing, the blessed man, right? That is God's design for us. He doesn't curse. God does not afflict us. He doesn't say, ah, I'm going to pour out cancer on these people. No, instead he pours out healing virtue. That is how God works. So the moment there's a problem, you need to understand that it is not God, right? It is the devil. The devil works over time. God is the one that will deliver you. And the fact that God delivers you doesn't mean, you know how they say, oh, God brought the problem so his glory will shine. That is not, mm -mm. Mm -mm. he made a way out of it because he loves you because he's a deliverer that is his nature he didn't set the trap for you nah right so always remember that god is good right always remember that god is good god is the deliverer he's not the afflictor he's the blesser not the cursor right it will be please can you read james 1 13 please leave like okay somebody left an emoji already but then like if you're here just say yeah yeah or something like just just do something <laughs> okay james 1:13. yes please okay when tempted no one should say god is tempting me for god cannot be tempted by evil nor does he tempt anyone please go go on to 18 should I go on? yes please okay but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then, after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, gives birth to death. Don't be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, yeah. who does not change like shifting shadows. You can stop there, actually. He chose... You can stop there. Okay. Right. So that's the thing. God is good. Right. I think one thing I've learned in TGC, and then to be honest, I think I say it a lot, even on my status, right? Like, and it has shaped my doctrine till now. It's the goodness of God. It is the goodness of God. So even if I read something in the OT that I'm like, I don't understand yet, 
I am not going to open my mouth and go and start saying, ah, God did this. Mm-mm. Because I know that I have to go deeper. God is good. He heals us. He restores us. Even if the devil takes something from us, he, he's the restorer, right? So you need to understand, this is like the one millionth time I'm saying it in this, in this sermon, right? That God does not afflict. God does not bring bad things our way. Only good things, right? God did not cause it to create. Like I said, he did not say that, oh, I want to teach Oyinda a lesson. Mm-hmm. He's not a villain, right? He's not a villain. If you look at the story of when Jesus Christ calmed the storm, right? That storm that Jesus calmed, was he God that said, oh, Jesus is in the boat. I want to cause trouble. No, it's just life. See, the moment Auntie Eve or Lady Eve, I don't know what title she has in that generation, the moment she ate the apple, the dynamics of the world kind of changed, right? Things like storms, like floods, they are works of the devil, right? He operates in very, very, very stupid ways, right? The devil does very ridiculous things. Like I said, God will come and deliver. So the storm that happened, it was a storm. It wasn't God that said, oh, because God knows all things and does all things. He didn't cause the storm, right? There was just a storm. And Christ went to actually speak to it and say, oh, you'll be calm and it became calm. But it makes you know that, see, not every bad thing, right, is, sorry, bad things are not from God. I shouldn't say that. Let, let me be clear that evil things, monstrous things are not from God, right? It is not an act of God to go and put a flood in um, Brazil. It's not an act of God to put wildfires in Hawaii, right? No, that's not, that's not God. God wants people to be saved. He wants them to be drawn to the light of the gospel. He's not going about destroying people. That is the devil. It is wrong doctrine, very wrong doctrine, actually, to think that it is God that is bringing, that is letting evil befall people. Right? That's the word, right? It's very, very wrong doctrine, right? Anyway, another thing is, even if, now, now, no, now that we understand, right, now that we understand that God is the blesser, not the cursor, God is the deliverer, not the afflictor, right? We need to also know that even while he is mighty to save, he has also given us power and authority to resist the devil. He has given us power and authority to resist the devil. When I was starting um, today's teaching, I said that thing like, ego on hard. Now you know go agree, right? Like, we know go agree, yo, we know go agree. It's like you are literally resisting. When I spoke two, three weeks ago, I, I kept on talking about you have to resist the devil. You have to resist the devil. God has given you God has given you all that you need. You have power. You have authority. You have the Holy Spirit. What is missing? Nothing. You have everything that you need to resist the devil. So you can put the devil in his place. You can put the devil in his place, right? Like if opposition comes, it's like Titan. It's like it's like dogs, right? Like when dogs are when a dog is coming, a dog I don't like actually, right? If a dog is coming, like I love dogs, right? Oh my god, I love dogs. But then if a dog I, I don't like is come like, like, can you stop, right? If, I, if the dog is not listening, I just like pause and I don't move just to let it know that I have authority. Like, I'm going to kick you. Obviously, I will not kick you because I like dogs. But yeah, like, just don't come here. I have to just threaten the dog like, hey, don't come near me, right? That's how it is. So you also have to have a stance. If the devil, because the devil is going to throw things your way, it is just life. It is just life. If you think about 
great people like believers that are successful people that we know that oh that some of us look up to if they tell you stories of when they were also at their lowest right like they had they had trials they were tested also but then it matters your posture right your posture masters you cannot be cowering i'm like hey, hey, hey. no you should actually stand firm and then jab well you need to make sure that you resist the devil resist the devil resist the devil if you resist him you will flee right he's he's just mouthy as he's like a roaring lion he's not see the way we, we always go with confidence he's not like that he's a coward he's a chicken i'm sorry chickens but then yeah he's a chicken like he's just he's very scared so the moment you take the right posture right he's going to flee you everybody please help read luke 10 17 to 19 please give emojis again i'm sorry i'm making you guys give emojis pretty does it a lot so i'm making you guys do that too. <laughs> thank you luke 10 17 okay the 72 returned with joy and yes. said lord even the demons submit to us in your name yes he replied i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven yes yes i have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy nothing will harm you yeah thank you so you've heard that right the 72 don't forget that christ was even still with them here and then we are doing greater works christ was still amongst them he had not yet gone but then he commissioned them and said yo go outside and do this and they came back like ha 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 we did it and christ said i saw satan fall like a lightning right once again the devil is a coward you need to resist the devil you have authority to trample on snakes and scorpions if you believe god's word you need to actually put it into practice right if i believe that um if i put maybe fresh parsley in my pasta it will do it will give it a different flavor i'm definitely going to do that right because i believe it right so if you believe the word of god if you believe that you have power you would use the power you you would apply it very well you put it into practice now that's the fun in it yeah fun like because it's fun like you have to like say okay yes i did this like this thinking like i had a I had a bad dream and then i just spoke against it and i went back to sleep not that you have a bad dream and you wake up and like pastor hello pity i had a dream oh they flogged me with cane <laughs> what is parsley oh my god sorry parsley is a herb sorry pity but then you get what i'm saying like you don't see it's not it's not solid it's not it's not good it's not it's not a great thing when you have a small scare you have a dream and they are calling pity you a whole general of us here you are saying pity i had a dream that you were flogging me in my dream no Mm -mm. what did you do when you woke up when you had the dream what was your first response if you're already saying hey 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 if you're already vibrating and you're texting me it is it is not you're not you're not owning your victory you're not resisting him if you wake up from such a dream you 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 look like who is your father like pity sent something to dj Anna yesterday tani bab tani tani ni something like who who are you who is your father who is your, who the who the hell are you basically that is your posture like sometimes some things will happen to me and i'll be like i'll be like the devil has you have audacity i'll literally be saying that you have guts to come to me like me or in you have the guts to come to near me with this kind of thing that is the right posture like the devil should be able to think twice like ah okay should we go and do this person right you need to 
stand firm, right? You need to resist the devil. Like we read, like we read, when the disciples, when they when they went out and they used the power that they had, right? It was it was good. It was good. The devil once again, the devil is a is a shy guy. It's a it's just a very ridiculous person. I always drag him so much, right? So we're the ones that we resist. Pity always says something. Whatever you don't want, you don't watch. Yeah. Pity says it a lot. Right? Whatever you don't want, you don't watch it. So you don't you cannot be passive. The Christian faith is a very active driven it's warfare. That's the thing. It's actually warfare. You cannot be passive and just be lounging and you're like, oh, I had a dream. It's going to it's going to go. You are vibing it. It's not vibes. It is not vibes. You need to. It's like you are on the battlefield. See, you will rest. It's rest you want that be. You will rest eventually. But then the point is that you're already here. You cannot be you cannot be like lagging. You cannot be just be ah. Just be be doing nonsense. You need to be sharp. You need to stay sharp. You need to resist the devil. Even if it's see, we even overlook some things. Things like addiction. Sometimes you might feel like, oh, I'll just um, I'll just uh, maybe, maybe let's, let's let's assume maybe it's um maybe masturbation. You can just say, oh, I'll just make sure I am not alone. Uh, it's nice that you're putting those checklists of things not to do, but are you praying about it? Are you going like, are you ready to like punch things like, I am tearing this thing down, I'm breaking myself free from every hold of demon, of the demon. Like, you cannot be saying, oh, um, I spoke to my therapist and I, I'm not saying don't talk to your therapist. Have, have things that help you, like, when you are, there's, 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 there's something called replacement, like, only they can probably confirm that, like, when you are breaking free from an addiction, you need to replace it with some th- something a lot of times, right? So you can see your counselor and then be doing all those things, but then, are you praying about it? You need to stand firm and be saying, no, I am not doing these things. Don't just put the check boxes and say, okay, day one, I did not do this. No, you have to remind yourself that, see, you are the war front, right? You cannot be... You cannot be, it's like you should go to war and you should be doing barbecue in the war front. It's not you to stay on guard. You, you can eat though. There's probably time to eat. Good for you. As long as the enemies don't come when you are eating. Whatever it is, just make sound choices. Make the right decision, right? Resist the devil. Stand firm. Stand firm. See, God has given you everything you need for victory. Every single thing. Like there's nothing you need that you don't have access to. It is just mostly a knowledge problem or even laziness. You just feel like, oh, uh, we don't, because we don't fast in my church, I'll just be gentle with this. No, no, you have to. See, I'm sorry. Next thing, Sha. I'm so sorry. I, I did some things used to pain me because I just see like a lot of people like. They just take these things with levity, with levity, like levity. Levity is like small, small, like you're just doing, I don't know, sure. But then honestly, we need to stand firm, right? It is important for your life, for your future generations, right? For your destiny, you need to resist the devil. Okay? Do you understand? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, thanks. Okay, so secondly, right? When you feel like your faith is weak and things are not going your way, basically, right? So don't forget that we know that God is good and it's not God that is punishing. That and I'm very sure that that's something I want you to even establish. That it is not God. God did not kill your boyfriend. God did not kill your mom or your. He didn't. That's not God, right? We live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen world. The devil is a bastard, right? so it's not God. I'm I, I'm saying that again. Just so that you can always know that God is good. If you wake up tomorrow morning, you say, oh, God is good. God is good. 
God is good. In fact, sometimes if you kick your leg on a stone or something that is not pleasant happen, you first say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because you know that God is good. God has kept you. Right. Anyway, so like I was saying, if you if you realize that oh things are not working your way, your faith is weak, and then victory is looking like it's far off, right? This is a very delicate one, right? But it is important also. You need to check if there's any sin that the devil is holding over your head. Once again, the devil is an afflictor. The devil afflicts. They say when the hedge is broken, the serpent will bite. It doesn't need a big space. I always use the example of the pinhole camera, right? Because that, that thing, when, when, when I did it in physics, it was a, it was a mystery. It was so, a tiny pinhole was able to get light to capture photos. And it is the light that my eyes cannot even see. A pinhole is using to capture pictures. So it lets you know that the devil just needs as tiny as a hole, right? Excuse me, to break into a space. That is how we operate. That is how we operate. So sometimes it might be something you've done. Once again, like I said, it's a very delicate matter because some people have abused this thing in a sense that they make it, they make it very, very, they make it sound dramatic than it is. Like, oh, it's because you did this, did they? Because you did not say this. Like, so things that don't even count, things that are not even scriptural. Some people tend to hold it. That ah, so imagine somebody, for example, somebody loses their child. Uh, and there's some church members come and say, ah, it's probably because you did not used to do this or it's because you did that, right? No, that is very unintelligent, right? But then truly, to be fair, there are some things that the devil uses. He just holds them over your head, right? Your love walk. You can say you are looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. I'm trying to get a better job. But the current job you are holding on, every time your God passes, you're like, mm, foolish person, stupid person. God will do this person, this man, his life. What? 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 What is that? Are you asking for a better job for where to where for what right your conduct has to be right your conduct has to be right you need to check yourself what have i done am i holding unforgiveness in my heart because that's a very common one am i holding on ah this person did this did me dirty ah mm, mm, i'm angry that is a blocker be please read first john 5 18 Are you guys still here? First John. 518, yes. Okay. We know that anyone born of God does not continue to sin. The one who was born of God keeps them safe. And the evil one cannot harm them. Exactly. Right. So read um, John 5, 14 to 16 too. John 5, 14 to 16. John 5, 14 to 16. Later, Jesus found him at the temple and said to him, See, you are well again. Stop sinning or something worse may happen to you. The man went away and told the Jewish leaders that it was Jesus who had made him well. You can stop verse 15 actually. You know, you can stop there. So it takes me so while... While, like I said, some people abuse the whole, oh, you probably committed a sin. Sometimes it's true. It might be a particular habit, right? See, what I mentioned about being a mean person to your boss, it sounds harmless because your boss is a terrible person, right? He probably pays you on the 2nd or on the 15th of every month or on the 10th of every month instead of the 20th. They, can, they might be a terrible person. Your line manager might be horrible, right? They might be, very, they might be the worst of the worst, 
right so it might feel harmless if you are being very mean if you are like if you are slacking on the job like uh, they don't come pay me on time it might it, it, it seems it, it might it might be harmless right but then as believers we're called to a higher standard right if you're going to work you have to work away you cannot cheat your employers you cannot cheat your employers right so it might be those kind of sins right that might be a blocker then also it might be unforgiveness like i said it might be habits once again the devil just likes to look for a hole a hole to enter once the hedge is broken it's happened to bite it just needs a time the smallest space is all they need it doesn't it doesn't need to two bedroom flat it doesn't need anything grand if you just give him an entry he likes to make himself feel at home that's how it is so as a believer as a wise person you say we should live not as unwise but as wise as someone that has wise not i say wisdom he has wisdom <laughs> as someone that is wise and has wisdom right you cannot be giving the devil unnecessary space you cannot don't let sin don't let don't let him be dangling sin over your head you know the funny thing about the devil even if the sin is not a cause it's not even causing any any drama the fact that he can be bringing the guilt into your mind it can even it can render your faith almost powerless because you won't even use the faith because you won't use that did you i said first john 5 18 is clearer in nkjv well i'm still even going to reference that sure but then sorry like the devil is just going to hold the sin over the person's head even if the sin has nothing to do with whatever is going on in your life but he guilt is a guilt can be a feeder he just feeds the guilt and you start feeling undeserving that ah, okay truly oh i had premarital sex this time so maybe that's why Mm-mm, this the devil is just holding the guilt over your head sometimes so the best thing is to just avoid sin righteousness is for your own good right living a godly life living a life of godliness right it's for your own good also you can you are confident like okay the devil tries to just form anything like ah you didn't you didn't you you don't have to wait for it like didn't you what who are you right like he's just an accuser but then you feel better you feel more confident knowing that there's no sin hanging over your head so you can focus on other things right so whenever you sin repent immediately you can live without sin, right? Um, it will be back to First John five eighteen. You can read the, the NKJV. Yes, I was going to say you can read the NKJV this time. Okay. We know that whoever is born of God does not sin, but he who has been born of God keeps himself, and the wicked one does not touch him. Thank you. So. Once again, right, you can do without sin. Like I said, you can do without it. You don't sin. Like this is he, sorry, please. He who is born of God does not sin. So once again, you can live above sin. Don't give the devil room to be dangling something over your head. Like, ah, didn't you do this yesterday night? Didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you? You don't need it, right? You don't need it. You are redeemed. You are saved. You can say no to ungodliness. I think I put it on my status last night. I was just meditating. I was like, see, you can actually say no to ungodliness. For some people, because of upbringing and experience and maybe abuse, it might be harder, right? But then you can actually say no. You can say no to ungodliness. Don't give the devil room to be dangling something over your head. Dangling, to be, don't let sin hang over your head, right? So whenever things don't go your way, when things, when it looks like victory is not victory, right? You can reflect, just think actually like, okay, 
am I, am I, is my love work okay? Am I holding on to unforgiveness? Right? Let these things go. Let these things go. Don't let them be a barrier, right, to your answered prayers. Don't let them be a barrier to your love work. Okay? Are we clear? Thank you. Okay. Also, this one is very important. When things are not going your way, not like they are not going, but you get what I'm saying. You know, I already mentioned the topic. When it looks like your faith is weak and then once again, once victory is not victory, you need to, this Christian life is a lot of reflection. You have to, as you are reflecting on the world, you have to reflect on your day-to-day. It's a lot of reflective journaling actually, right? But you actually have to check this thing that I'm trusting God for. Is it in line with God's will? Okay, I say I want this. I'm trying to get this. Is this what God wants? Is this according to scriptures? What does scripture say about it? Right? It is very important that you align what you're trying to do with God's word. I'll use the example of healing. And I, I, I don't know if I shared it the last time. There was one time that for like months in Lagos, because I used to fall sick a lot in Lagos at a point, I now started saying, every time I felt any symptom, symptom, I would go and listen to every TGC sermon on healing. I will listen to every one of them. I promise you guys. By the time, if I, if I even finish all of them, because they were quite a lot that time. By the time I finish, maybe like two, I already felt better. If I pick up the Bible and just start reading verses that align with healing, right? Before I know it, I am actually fine and I'm good to go to work. It sounds like something out of a movie, but then it happens. Excuse me. So you need to make sure that you are aligning yourself with the word of God, right? Pete, in TGC, we say pray in tongues, but we also pray scriptures, right? We pray scriptures. Then we pray. We read. We call Bible verse. We read. And we say we are praying scriptures, right? So if I'm saying, oh, healing is the truth. If I if, if if I'm unwell, for example, God forbid, I'm, if I feel unwell, I can go. I don't even have to say too much. If I'm just meditating on healing is the children's bread, or by His stripes I have been healed. If that is all I do, if I just use scriptures to just choke myself, scriptures for like. You don't even have to cram the old Bible. Just pick the parts that speak to whatever it is that you are going through at that time. And just keep saying it to yourself. Our mind is very powerful. Unbelievers, they say that they use... I, I cannot get over the fact that unbelievers wake up every day and say, To the universe, my day is good. I manifest. I manifest. I manifest healing. They are, manif- they are catching healing from whatever power they are catching it from. By saying it to the breeze. Right now, imagine you believer that has the spirit of God. Just meditate on scriptures. I am the healed of God. Like by his stripes I have been healed. Just get scriptures on healing. You are going to be fine. If it's financial. See, we have a lot at our disposal. Our arsenal of weapons in this, in this Christian journey. It is massive. It is actually massive. Because even if it is financial like prosperity. You are thinking of you're trying to maybe start a business. And you need, you need something. You just go into scriptures. And you just start claiming the word of God. It works. It works. You say, oh, he has bled my, blessed my bread and water. He has taken sickness and disease away from me. Oh, yes, I, I smell like the food that the Lord has blessed. All those words, as you are praying them, as you are praying scriptures, you are building your faith. Try it actually. Like, I don't think you can just, you can, you are having a bad day. Maybe, for example, you're trying to get a job and you've gotten like maybe five rejections in like four hours. First, it doesn't even make mathematical sense because ah, what happened? Five in four hours. But then... If you are feeling down and you just just start 
rejoicing. That, that's even the simplest act. Like, thank you, Jesus, because... And you just say something you have said in the Bible. Because you said this about me. Because you said this. Because your word said... Just start like that. In no time. You, you feel better. Your faith is... Okay, let me go and apply to more companies. Or let me go and rewrite that exam. That's how it is. Right? You have to make sure that it is aligning with scriptures. Pray scriptures. Meditate on it. You cannot lose. You cannot lose. Right? So even if you feel... Because that's the thing. Life can be so somewhat that you're like, Oh, oh this thing is not working. I'm tired. I'm tired. Max, have five minutes break. Right? If you need sugar rush, take berry blast or ribena or ice cream. And then pray. Pray scriptures. Remind yourself of what God has said. In fact, if you, are, if you have a prophetic diary, if you have a list of prophecies that God has told you, be choking it into also that, ah, God has, God, you've promised me ease, so I enjoy ease, right? Your word says that I will have peace, that surpasses all. You pray all these things, right? They are very important. They are very important, guys. They are very important. They are very important. Because by the time you are done, I, I, I cannot even count the number of times that I, I will wake up and I'm like, Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just like, see, eh? well, only God knows what today is. And th- I'm not be saying thank you, Jesus. You know, thank you, Jesus, is not even from my heart, from my heart, from my. I'm just like, ah, thank you, Jesus, because my posture must always be thank you, Jesus. So I can be saying thank you, Jesus, routine, routine, thank you, just, just normal routine, thank you, Jesus. But the moment I just start bringing scriptures and prophecies back to my mind, I get charged up. I'm like, God has done these things in the past before. He will do them again, right? I will not lack this. He is my shepherd. Even if I walk through the sh- valleys of the shadows of death, I will fear no evil. God is with me. I have won. Heads or tails, I win. You can pray these things confidently, right? Because they are aligned with God's word. You know God loves you. You know his intentions towards you are very good and not evil. So you can pray scriptures. Guys, you can never go wrong. If it's that one, no. If it's praying scriptures, you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong. You can never go wrong, right? You can never go wrong. So please do these things when you feel low. I know it might sound easier said than done, but honestly, me, I can tell you personally, my friends know how like this past, this past, I say, months have been for me. But then one thing I always do is I will pray. You can ask DJ. I must pray. Sometimes I will not even say, I will not even pray about the matter. I will just be rejoicing. I will be dancing as if it is sorted. And I'll be like, because I trust God. And I'll be saying, oh, your words. I, that's the, you just be saying, you already told me. God, I say, God, you told me. Oh, your word already said. I'll just be saying, and I'll be enjoying my, enjoying my worship. Guys, make sure that you pray scriptures. Align with scriptures. It builds, you see, it stirs you up. You can pray, pray, tongue, pray in tongues is even, that one is even, that one is very, very good. Right? Pray scriptures also. The, the, the good thing about tongues is, for me especially, when I pray in tongues, I eventually start praying scriptures. So even if I don't start with the scriptures, if I just start praying in tongues and all, once you just once you just start, you see me start shaking my leg first. I, that, that's how I used to my gyre, my gyration is always I'll be like <laughs> next thing I've gotten up right. But it's scriptures, these things they stay off it. By the time you pray finish, you go and try that thing again. You just keep trying, and you know, like I said the last time, we don't used to give up. We will get up and we will try again. We will get up and we will try again. Except God has told you that, ah, my daughter, my daughter, my daughter, my son, my son, my son. Don't you think we should try something else? Except then, right? Otherwise, we stand there and we fight for that thing, right? We fight for that thing. We fight for that thing. We don't need to just give up and say, ah, ah, oh, we've lost. Ah, no. Don't be like us now. Those ones, see, once it comes to like, like last season now, league had not even ended. You already gave up. 
I cannot even explain such a don't no 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 you have to even if Man City has already carried that league, play your remaining games like your life depends on it. You have to play like your life depends on it. <laughs> I'm serious, but I'm serious guys. You cannot don't don't just it was it was very 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 weird that because uh, they, I think they they lost one game or something and then the, the the morale just went. I cannot even imagine such a thing. The morale just went from the entire team. All the games they had were just horrible. That's not how we do in Christian Dome. That's not how we do. Guys, we have to press in. See, the devil doesn't rest. That's that's the annoying thing. That's the annoying thing. So you cannot even take a day off. You cannot even if you're on vacation in the Maldives, eh? Your spirit should be praying, guys. Your spirit should be praying. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Pray scriptures. Pray what? Pray scriptures. Pray what? See, I'm drawing my ear like Nigerian teacher. Pray scriptures. Pray scriptures. Pray and make sure you are in alignment with God's will. It is very important. What's the time? Ah, ah, ah. Okay. Eh, I will speed it up. Sorry. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll not speed it up. Anyway, we stop, we stop. It's not, it's not that bad. I'm, I'm almost done, I think. Also, right, so be sure you're not allowing doubt. Right? So, when, even if you're praying scriptures, ah, now that one had pass. I think for me, it is trying to block doubt. Trying to block doubt. Right? In Yoruba, they'll say, Iemeji. Right? You are double-minded. You are being double-minded. It is very risky. It will be please. You can read James one seven to eight for us, please. James one seven to eight. Yes, you can go back to NIV. If you want. Okay. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is double-minded and unstable in all they do. Yes. Thank you. So doubt. Doubt is a very. Doubt is a. That is a very, I don't know, it's a very, very, very terrible thing. Right. And then, I don't know, I, I, sometimes when I think of doubt, I think of it, I, 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 I correlate, or should I say, I, I, I tie doubt and fear together. Right. Like, it's probably because you are scared, you're not like, oh, I doubt that it will work. I don't even know, like, I just, somehow I just try to piece doubt and fear together. Right. Doubt is very tough. Sometimes you'll be asking yourself, did God really say? Did God really say? In fact, for some people, when you're when you trying to start a business, it's like when you're trying to start something, and you go and meet your closest circle, and they start saying, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think. Ah, that thing is very tough. Because you know, one thing, like I said the last time, right? Like that Joyce Meyer's book, The Battlefield of the Mind, the mind is. The mind is just see God is just very 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 wild to be honest because the way the mind works, ha, huh, I don't even know. One seed of doubt like this, you know the thank you, you know how they said, if your faith is like a mustard seed, you can move mountains, guy. If your doubts can be like a mustard seed sometimes, if you don't trim it and cut it fast fast fast, see, you will not move any mountains. In fact, the mountain will move you, right? Doubt is a very it's just crazy how it works, but that's life. Sometimes doubt will come, but once again, we have to resist. We have to stand our ground. Like I said when I was starting, I said, it go on hard. 
sometimes you will be almost sure that it will not work out. But don't change your confession. Do not change your confession. Don't change your confession. If you say, um, the blessings are coming my way, let your confession always remain, blessings are coming my way. Don't ever change it. Even if you do not see blessing for 30 days, even if it looks like there's a drought, do not change your confession. Do not change your confession. Imagine you're trying to secure a scholarship and then you're like, ha, or more, my um, my GMAT score was not very... What if the people scored higher than me? What if... Mm, mm, hey, oh, they've never picked, they've never sent results. You are... Th- see, that's prophetic word that God has told you. You can use doubts to chase it away, to be very honest. And I will never forget the example that PT used when we were in Snog. I don't know why, it lives right through in my head. He gave an example and he called Oita. He said, Oita, come. And Oita was coming. Doubt is when... When he says Oita come, Oita is coming. Oita, he, but he cannot see Oita yet. He just called Oita that Oita start coming and Oita is coming. But he can't see Oita yet. But don't forget that Oita was coming. The moment he said, ah, Oita is no more coming. She should not, she should, she should not could come again. Oita turns back. That is how, that is what doubt does. If you start feeling like, ah, not, I, I, don't, I don't even want it again. We'll see. Only God knows. I only, the moment you just change your posture and you're like, ah, I'm not sure. I don't think. You are putting yourself at risk, guys. You cannot allow doubt. You should not allow doubt. Me, as I'm talking to you, I'm charging myself because I cannot even allow doubt in my life right now. It's very risky. Every time I wake up, I just, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm always looking ahead at that thing I'm expecting. God Alpha is coming at me. I'm not seeing anything. I'm not, in fact, everywhere might be red like this, but you don't get. I'm very sure. I was telling Pastor, I said, see, I am just so sure that it is sorted. So what I'm going to do now is just be waiting right because the moment i change my posture and i'm like ah okay it's not coming let me face another thing you have already ruined it guys you cannot let doubt i know it's hard out it's easier said than done but doubt is not healthy right if god has said something if god's word has said something to you hold on to it don't doubt don't doubt stand firm right is you people that will come to church and be singing, even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. You never stop. You sing that song and then you go home like this. You probably just hear something or someone say something to you and you're like, ah, maybe God doesn't want. Maybe, maybe God, maybe, maybe. No, my dear, don't maybe it. Don't. If he has said something, that's the thing. It is your patience. Like, I was reading Philippians, that part of the Bible that says, bring your prayers and supplications and everything. And what he said was that, and the peace of God, which stop, it not say that it's going to fast track your prayer point. When you say, God, I want this thing now, it's not saying that, and you are praying, God, 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 it's not going to fast track. It's not saying I'm going to fast track it. He said it's going to give me peace. So what I wrote in my journal that day was, see, if I pray for something, I need to make sure that I get that peace. So even if it's taking 30 days, I am sure, I know that it is going to come. It is going to come. You need to be at peace. God, it not, God did not say, I'm going to fast track it. That, ah, oh, okay. Only minute you ask for this, I'm going to give it to you. In, because you be, only minute because you fasted for two days, I'll fast track it and give it to you. Instead of 30 working days, I'll do two working days for you. No. He's going to give, you're going to have peace and patience, right? To know that, okay, I will wait these 30 days. I will wait this period that God is working. God is working on something. Like we said, He's always working on something. So why are you using your confession? Why are you using doubt to change your confession? Summary of this point. Don't 
See that thing that you said that that's waiting in joy, yeah. It's very that that that, that that's even my that, that if you don't know the hack, that's the best thing. See, I will wake up every morning and dance on the thing, right? So if I were you, if I were you, that thing that the devil is trying to sow seeds of doubt in my mind, wake up and rejoice over it. You don't get dance. I ask DJ, I will actually be dancing. I will, I will pull DJ up and say, I come and dance. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised he's not tired of me yet. I will say, babe, come, come and dance. We'll not be dancing. We'll be dancing Komole dance in celebration. Also, I don't even know what it is, though. That's the problem. You might not even know what it is. But you just know that God is good to you. <laughs> Sorry, you just know that God is good to you. You know that God is good to you. So you can rejoice in that. You can know that, see, whatever it is, right? Whatever it is that I have asked God for. He will do it. See, whatever we ask for according to his will, he has done it. So I can be rest assured, right, that my prayers are answered. Right? Your prayers are answered. Don't change your confession because you are scared or because of doubt. Maintain that posture with joy. Like, oh, it's come. I don't see me right now. Sometimes you don't even know what is come. You don't even know what you're looking for. But you just know that God has done it. What has God done? Ah, he has done it. What? See, you see, you keep. I'm always giving testimony now every week. What has God done? Ah, I just thank God, Neil. He has done it. I don't even know the it, right? But I just know that is the thing. We have this confidence. We have this hope that whenever we call to Him and whenever we pray, He has answered. So don't let doubt take that from you, right? Don't let doubt. Doubt will kill the joy that you are supposed to be using, right? So don't let doubt do that to you, okay? Do you understand that? <laughs> okay. Also. Celebrate gradual wins, right? Celebrate gradual wins. So I don't know if, I don't know if people, people, I used to be like, I'm, I'm growing out of it. I don't know how to celebrate wins, right? And it's not like I'm even very serious. I'm serious, pity I'm very, but it's not like I'm even like, I don't used to, I'm not even like, ah, very, very serious. That, uh, uh. No, but when there's a win, the way I move on, ha, huh, it is ridiculous. Like I, I was reflecting on it this year. I don't know. It's, it's, it's learning. You have to learn how to celebrate wins. If you ask for my, my, my matric picture, I don't think you can see my matric picture. My convocation picture, I don't think you can see convocation picture. My wedding pictures, I don't even know if you can see my wedding picture. I have them, but I don't think... Some people have not seen them, to be honest. You probably just saw one that someone took on their phone, right? Whatever people call wins, when I won my scholarship for my MBA, <laughs> not seen. I did not see. Some... And it's unhealthy. Some people don't celebrate anything. Like you're just you just keep waiting for the next one, for the next one. It is not healthy. Right. Enjoy this. See, enjoy that face that you are. Enjoy the face that you are. For every small one. You let's say you are ah, let me give you this example. Let's say you're applying for a job. I apply to like hundred places. And you get just one interview. Cook jollof rice in your house that day. You don't get. Thank God. Rejoice. Even if you not get the rejection later. It doesn't change anything. You shall go to an interview out of 100 applications. Celebrate these tiny, tiny things. See, these little, 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 little things, and they help stir our hearts up for gratitude, right? Gratitude is very important. Once again, it is so funny how even unbelievers, they use these practices because they know that. So, like, I read a book earlier this year on the, it's on, on the, it's, it's by a doctor, it's stress, pre stress prescription um, thing, basically. So there's a so that there's studies that show that those that practice gratitude like journal and are just always grateful, right? There's 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 studies that show that not even their brain functions better, right? Their lives, their health, everything is better. So even unbelievers, 
they will say they are doing gratitude journaling. Everybody is doing gratitude journaling because it is important. So you too, be grateful. Celebrate the gradual wins. You out, you apply for ten jobs. You got four interviews. Only you, four interviews. Ah uh-uh, ah, that's a big one, dear. You celebrated that. Oh, okay, it's good. I'm getting interviews now. There was a point when you were not getting interviews, right? There was a point when guys or girls were not even look at, looking at you. You felt like ah, you're asking yourself, "Am I ugly? What is wrong with me?" But now, people are not like, "Oh, hey, babe, what's up? Hey, guy, what's up?" You 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 celebrate that one. That okay, yes, my spouse is on the way. Right now, you even have option of choosing. Oh, this person, mm, I don't like. He doesn't go to church. He goes to church once every month. No, it's not. You are, you are even you have check. You are even you even have options. Like I'm like, no, I don't want to be friends with this person. I don't think I'm going to date them. You have options. You celebrate all those things, right? So for every point where you are, be grateful. The stress that you are going through right now, the so-called stress. If you look at last year, you are probably going through something different. So one thing that they always say is, these two shall pass, right? So whatever it is that you were going through last year, it's different from what you're going through now. Life is in stages and phases. So for every point where you can, so it's like taking the stairs. So if you're going seven floors, if you get to the first floor, <sighs> celebrate that I've gotten one down, six to go. Two down, five to go. Celebrate the gradual wins, right? They are very important. If you heal headache, rejoice. Uh-uh. You can you, the fact that you're even bold enough to not start laying hands on people is, is, is what's celebrating. Share you that you could not even mention Jesus to people before. Now you're comfortably saying, Oh, can I lay my hands on you for headache? Uh uh-uh. uh. It is worth celebrating, right? Celebrate all these things, the gradual, the little little wins, the little little miracles. Celebrate them. Okay. Alright, so finally, or should I say finally? Not finally, like second to finally. Right? Are you guys still here? okay then second to finally right rejoice i know i already touched this right but rejoice see was who somebody came to come i, I was even in lagos that time was it reverend by your day and he said joy is a fetcher he says it a lot when he comes and he was like yes it's reverend by your day every time he comes he always makes us laugh and get high in the spirit like rejoice like are you filled with the spirit? That's what he says. Like, are you filled with the spirit? Yes. Rejoice. That thing works. Guys, that's the thing. This Christian life, eh? They are different. Anyhow you want to win, there are different ways. You can use rejoicing. Use it to win. Use it to win. He said we should, and I did it, and funny enough, that prayer was actually so amazing. Not that I think, I probably have to start it again. I remember that he said, when you wake up, that when he first wakes up, the first thing he will do is laugh and rejoice. And he'll be saying, oh, the one who sits in heaven, shall laugh and he'll be laughing and he'll be rejoicing guys i did last year for some months see i'm going to say london like go and try it and come and testify but it, they actually work right so rejoice 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 don't lose your joy don't lose your faith there's no how you rejoice that your faith is going to be you cannot lose that faith right because joy is a fetcher it stirs you up right so make sure you are rejoicing rejoice always Right, Bible, uh, Philippians, Philippians, Abby. See, eh, I have a testifier in the house, Esther. I have a testifier in the house. She said it works. The results I got was massive. It wo- me, even me personally, or me, it worked for me. Right, so see how today I've just given like different hacks, hacks, hacks. Use it though, it works. Right, these things work. Right, these things work. Rejoice, rejoice. 
when Paul was writing, was it to the Philippians? Philippians, he said, rejoice. I say it again, rejoice, right? The fact that you are even saved is what rejoicing over, right? The fact that you are saved, it is worth rejoicing over. So rejoice, be thankful, celebrate the life that you have, right? Celebrate Christ inside of you. It is worth rejoicing over. Scripture says that Christ, like when he was going to do his own, he agaliod. He re- like he. I, I checked the interlinear sometime last week because I was doing a study and I, and then when I read the meaning, I was just laughing. It was more like he actually like he. It was he celebrated. It was like celebration, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it is. So you to rejoice, right? You have God inside of you. You have a good God on your side. You have a loving Father. Right? We call our own God Father. He's Father. We call him Abba. Abba. Right? Father. So you can be confident that your Father loves you. He, he, you know how in Matthew he said, would, would a child ask for bread and the Father will give stone? Is it now God that let Christ die for you? No, now. Reason now. It doesn't make sense. God loves you. So you know his thought towards you are good. So rejoice in his thoughts. Rejoice in the finished work of Christ. Rejoice in God's goodness. I always say, I say, I rejoice in your goodness. I rejoice in your goodness. God is good. God is good. So, and I rejoice in that goodness. Because I'm a beneficiary. I, because he is good, I enjoy goodness. Right? So rejoice always. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Rounding up, you can snatch victory. By thinking faith thoughts. Once again, it takes me to what I said about the mind, right? You are what you think. <laughs> I know they say you are what you eat, but you're also what you think. You're a product of your thoughts, right? You're a product of your thoughts. That's why they're always telling you, watch the content you consume, watch this and that. Shake it. You're a product of your thoughts, right? So make sure that you think faith thoughts. See, I was telling DJ something recently. I said, babe, I said, it's free to dream. I said, you know that, that thing, that dream eh, is free. So I can already imagine. So just imagine it. Imagine it. Imagine it. It is good. Right? Think positive thoughts about yourself. Think about that. How like the marriage you want, right? The relationship, the degree you want to have, the work, the everything, the job. Think about it. Just think about it. Think positive thoughts that like, oh when it happens. When it happens, think faith thoughts. Hmm? Don't linger on, ah, ah, don't let me get my hopes up. I read a book, I was reading a book, it was, it was fiction, a novel. It was a thriller, my mother, sorry. But, and they said, someone said something about hope is cruel. And I was like, oh no, hope is not. I, I, I wrote it in my journal, I wrote it in my journal. I said, hope is not cruel. I said, for me as a believer, hope is not cruel, right? Because my hope is backed by God. God backs it up for me. I don't just have hope because it's fun to have hope. No, right? I have hope. I have faith. They are backed like there's something backing my own up. So even if, for instance, something doesn't happen, that means probably God didn't want that for me. That one, no, because only good things happen to me. I am sure that only good things happen to me. So if something that I was expecting doesn't come, I will check in the spirit that God Alpha, should I, should I, like I said, should I go again? Should I go and? content for it or is it that it's not it's not in the plan right sure you get so it is important that you have hope think faith thoughts feed your faith right 
it go one hard. I've said this. I, I saw it just before service started. Actually, like it go one hard, right? But now you no go gray. You have to fight the fight of faith. Resist the devil. Think faith thoughts. Hmm. There's this song by Andy Minio. I probably said it, but I love the song, right? He said something about you never said I wouldn't go through it. You just said I would not be alone, right? So you can go through it, but the thing is, you are not alone. You have God on your side. God inside you, all around you. You have angels on assignment. Like you, you are okay. You are actually fine, guys. You are actually very fine. So don't be scared. Don't let doubt creep in. Don't let devil hold sin over your head, right? Celebrate your victory already. Celebrate your victory. God is with you. He's your shepherd. He says you shall not want. He leads you beside still waters. He restores your soul, right? So you will get tired, but he's your comfort. He's your restorer. God is with you. God is with you. And he loves you. Like, he really loves you. He loves you so, so much. He's madly in love with you. We say that in love. God is madly in love with you. He is. So you can know that he wishes you only good things. If it's not good, it's not from our God. Hmm? Our God is good. And he loves you. Okay, that's it. Can we just, I don't know, just spend the next few minutes just pray in tongues and just strengthen yourself, right? Strengthen your faith. That thing you have been trusting God for, just pray. Just pray. Don't worry, the Holy Spirit will give you a trance, actually. Like, I'm very sure. Like, I just, I have the impression that he's going to give you a trance. Just pray in tongues and he will give you a trance. It might be a prophecy for yourself. It might be just a worship song to him. It might be something to stir your faith. Just wherever you are, just pray in tongues. Just pray in tongues. I'm very sure he'll give you a chance. I'm very certain he'll give you a chance. He'll tell you something. If he wants to stir your spirit, he's going to do that. Right? Make sure you're praying with your mind. Don't just pray in tongues like because I said pray in tongues. Pray and be open-minded. Pray and then be receptive. Let your posture be like, yes, what's up? You can put the whatever matter, whatever thing is currently on your mind, whatever is at the forefront of your mind, you can put it, you can put it on your mind so he knows what you're tabling. I don't know if it makes sense, but then yeah. Alright, we just pray in tongues. I'm going to mute myself because in, in case he gives me, sorry, in case he gives me. Okay, I won't just pray. You guys should just pray actually. Right, so just pray in tongues. He might give you a song of worship to him. He might give you a song of encouragement. He might give you a scripture of encouragement, a word of encouragement right it might give you a word of prophecy so just pray wherever you are god is more ready to speak to you and act right than you are ready to act and listen to him so just this next few minutes just be open be open <laughs> be open be open be open Pray seriously, actually. He loves you more than more than you love yourself. I say that a lot, right? He loves you way more than you love yourself. He loves you way more than you love yourself. Way, way more than you love yourself. So he's going to give you a word, a song, a psalm, a script, something to just help you in this time. And just hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. Hold on to it. That thing that you're thinking about, that you're worried about, that you sometimes question, oh, would I ever get married? 
Will I ever find someone to love me? Oh, but my past, eh, my past is pretty shady. Oh, do I think? No. He's going to reassure you. Don't worry, just keep praying. He's good. He's good. He's good. And he wants the best for you. Right? He wants just the best for you. He wants just the best for you. So as he's speaking to you, pay attention. You cannot do this on your own. ITK cannot save you. Oh, my sister did it this way, cannot work for you. Oh, my friend did it this way, but no, he cannot. Mm -mm. Your journey is with God. Right? His word is a light onto your feet and a lamp onto your path. He's all that you need. So as he instructs you tonight, pay attention. If it if he gives you a song of worship, that means your posture should be worshipped for now. Just be rejoicing in all that he has done. If he gives you a song of encouragement or a word of encouragement, hold on to that word. Because in the next 30 minutes after this 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 call, this meeting, something can happen and you have to remind yourself that ah, thank God, God has encouraged me. You need to hold on to that encouragement. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you because we can bank on your love for us. <laughs> we can bank on your goodness. We can bank on your love. When we need comforting, you comfort us. When we need strength, you are our strength. When we need warmth, when we need to be embraced warmly, you give us that warmth. When we need shelter, when we need, when we need anything, you are everything actually. You are everything. And it's so amazing to have a God that loves us this much. So we thank you for the encouragements you've shared in our hearts tonight. We thank you for the songs of worship, for the rejoicing, for the instructions, basically. We thank you because we live this midweek service better. We live better, right? We are reminded of your goodness that you do not inflict. Nope. You did not destroy. You are the deliverer. You are the restorer. You are the healer. You are good. That is your nature. Right. You are good. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Thank you for your spirit that work in us. Thank you because we can call you Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, because prophecies are being fulfilled. Because prayers are being answered. Because doors that we've even knocked before and we've even given up, we go back and they open for us. Because the time is now. Hallelujah. Because the time is now. Because the time is now. For someone, God says the time is now. I see a harvest of soybeans. It sounds weird, right? But that's why I said I literally saw maybe soybeans or chickpeas. One of them. Right? But the time is now. The time is now. God has answered. He has heard. That's the thing. He heard when you prayed it the first time. And he answered. Right? But it's seasons, seasons, seasons. So we need to learn patience. He's never too late. He's always on time, right? He's always on time. You are the one that is time bound. You're the one that is saying, ah, but I'm almost 35. Oh my God, I'm almost, I'm almost nine years in this relationship. I'm almost nine years single. No, he's always on time. So we thank you, Jesus, for your love. Thank you for an amazing midweek service. I'm sorry I spent so much time. We thank you because our lives are never going to be the same. Right. We get better in these things. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. 
Hallelujah. For in Jesus' name we've prayed. We hope you were blessed by that sermon. Chance to growth and global impact. Feel free to contact us via our social media platform at This Green Church. And do join us every Sunday by 9 a.m. and Wednesday by 6 p.m. to be a part of our family. Remember, you are that Savior. You are light and life to your world. <laughs>